Oh, what's up, everybody? This is Judith. I hope you're listening to Mad Love. So, yeah, Russia is on one. I don't, uh, I just saw something on TikTok where a young lady was posting. Uh, she lives in London and she was posting uh, a message from her family um, or information she's received from her family who still all lives in Russia. Uh, and while it's, you know, no comparison to be being overtaken and, um, you know, killed for just being a citizen. Uh, apparently it's no cakewalk in Russia either. I mean, no one can say anything. No one can disagree. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Everybody was worried about Trump turning into Hitler. Uh, we just sort of let Putin slide, you know, I mean, this is a very disturbing thing. And here's the thing. What if he doesn't stop? You know, what if it's more than Ukraine that he wants? He is a person that remembers the USSR, and he probably liked that. He probably liked the Eastern Bloc. So, yeah, I don't know. So we'll see. He seems like a lunatic and a, and a maniac. And the sad thing about it is I prefer Biden over over um, uh, Trump, but I prefer Obama over both of them. Uh, just someone who's... Uh, more level-headed, younger, you know. And I get that people, in retrospect, are not loving Barack because he was a centrist, and I don't think he was... I don't think he was moderate enough... Or, I'm a moderate. I don't think he was left enough for the extreme Democrats, and I don't think he was conservative enough for the extreme conservatives. But, um, you know, I just want somebody younger kind of has more of a level head. I don't know why people don't like Kamala. I'm not sure. Uh, People, uh, the things I've read suggest that she hasn't found the, she hasn't struck the perfect tone as the vice president that she should. But can you remember anything Joe Biden did as vice president? No. So I don't know. I think fundamentally, we just have to accept that there are some people, men and women, who don't like women. They don't like women's natures. They don't like women's temperaments. They don't. They just don't care for women. And some of those men want to have sex with women, but they don't want to spend time with women. And some of those men don't even want to have sex with women. <laughs> they just don't want to be bothered with women. Um, so it just is what it is, which it sort of gives you uh, a bunch of criticism that there's absolutely nothing you can do about. You just don't like women. So anyway... I don't know what we're going to do. I think it's probably going to get more extreme. It's not going to be something we can just ignore because I, I, you know, sanctions and I mean, he's declaring everything against him as an act of war. So I'm not sure what's going on. I don't know if it feels personal. I know he cannot stand the idea that this president of Ukraine now seems more uh, masculine and heroic than Putin himself. I know he hates that. And I don't know if he meant to do this or, you know, I don't know if he's okay with this, but Trump apparently was bragging about how he kind of had Putin under his thumb. Like, yeah, every time he threatened me, I just like, we're going to nuke Moscow. And he was saying this to John Daly and John Daly put it on like TikTok. So I'm pretty sure Putin doesn't like that because everywhere he turns, he just looks like the lesser man and he is 
Because this is something a coward would do. You know, how much power, money, what do you need? What do you want? What is going on? I don't know. It's very strange. I'm not uh, well-versed on international politics. I'm not trying to, to um, come off like I... I know I'm not coming off like I know a ton about it, because I don't. Um, I just know that, you know, to attack a sovereign country that <laughs> and just try to subjugate them, we've seen that book before, and it's horrible. And uh, I'm so glad, I am so glad that they're all the same race. Because now we don't have to listen to the stupid argument that this is racism and race-based. And I'm just super glad that many of them share the same bloodlines. Ukrainians and Russians, for a, for a lot of, in a lot of ways, are the same people. And so I'm so glad we don't have to get the waters muddied listening to that nonsense. Um, this is the subjugation of a similar people. And it's just atrocious. Um, and so we can just focus on the humanity and not worrying about race. I'm so sick of racism. And I'm encouraged because I was listening to some younger podcasters and YouTubers this weekend, black males, entrepreneurs, and they're sick of it too. Like who has fed us this constant narrative that everything is racist and race-based and that's all the things we have to be concerned about and upset about? You know what I mean? Like it's just annoying and I'm glad I'm not the only person annoyed by it. It's a distraction. It really is. And if you've made that your life's work, okay, good for you. But you be obsessed with it. Stop trying to make us all obsessed with it. You know, sometimes people just hate on each other. It has nothing to do with race. Sometimes people are just awful to each other. And we won't even get on the hypocrisy because most black people die at the hands of other black people. And maybe that wasn't true historically. Maybe, maybe that was something that wasn't true in the past, but today it's very true. And people don't care until a police person is involved. And if a policeman is involved and the, ooh, and the police is white and a victim or a suspect is black, then watch out. People got to march and protest and all that. And it's just annoying and ridiculous. We got to get past the hypocrisy and nonsense. And the only comfort I find is that we don't have to talk about race with this. This is just a horrible atrocity. This is just humans being bad to other humans. And that's almost always the case. I'm just sick of talking about race nonstop. Well, I'm sick about talking about people who talk about race nonstop. So, yeah, if you listened this weekend, you heard me frustrated. I, you know, I think St. Louis is a wonderful place. Uh, to grow up. I grew up with a lot of different types of people, a lot of different uh, viewpoints. And, you know, it was still a very mm, kind of myopic upbringing. And then I went to Howard and I kind of had to have all of that unpacked. And I had just had my world expanded. Um, But if you need to keep people kind of in a bubble, St. Louis works. And it's going to stay that way because nobody's attracting any new people. People don't want to live here. Half the people who live here don't want to live here because it's not innovative. It's not, well, right now it's not very safe either, but it's not um, cutting edge. People aren't, this is not a place where ideas are hatched. And if they're hatched here, they're not raised here. People move on. 
You know, we have uh, great universities, but people don't plan to graduate from university and live here. They plan to move to Chicago and New York and L.A. and Atlanta and Houston and Dallas and Nashville and Charlotte. They go where the jobs are. They go where the fun people are. They go where the energy is. And uh, I don't know, maybe the ghost of Dred Scott is haunting us. But St. Louis has a weird way of not embracing its past. Like we bury our history. Everything from the World's Fair, 80% of it is buried in Forest Park. You know, uh, instead of celebrating Dred Scott and acknowledging that that happened here, it's sort of like an afterthought. Yeah, look it up. You know, it's sad. I'm not saying that's a part of history we we want to fall in love with, but I don't understand why it has to be like, why can't we talk about it? You know, why can't it be something that we celebrate? You know, that we aren't those people anymore, that we're better than that. You know, every St. Louis does not celebrate its history. And when we do, it's something stupid, like ripping up a perfectly good street to put in a trolley car system that we don't need. Put the trolley cars where people need to get places, not to shuttle a bunch of drunk people from one part of a, a part of town to another part of town. That's what, three miles? They can't walk that or drive that? You just want to make their pub crawl easier? Stupid. That trolley thing is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. And it ripped up good streets. Mm. Anyway, Google that. That is a, a boondoggle. The St. Louis trolley. You know, because trolleys used to be the way streetcars were big. You know, people got around. My mom used to talk about them all the time when she was a kid. But resurrected in an effective way. Stop trying to make this one part of town just the only part of town you're interested in. They don't develop this part. This one particular person has not developed any other portion of the city, but this one portion and he's done a great job. But the streetcar was a misfire and people don't seem to have the guts to be like, kill it and let it die. Send the money back to the feds. It's horrible. Bad idea. You could have done a million other things with it. And if you are wondering, just ask me, I could have helped you. All right. So, yeah, I'm ranting. I've been up. I've got energy. I'm crushing it on Turo. I'm ringing the best uh, opportunities I can outside of Turo, out of Turo, um, until I'm able to get off of the platform. But, you know, when I'm honest with myself, I really am crushing it. And not in a bragging way, but I give great customer service. I work with a lot of people who've never used the service before, and I'm a great ambassador for it. Um, I do think they don't have as great a transparency as, as you would like, because people are often wondering if I'm making the lion's share of the money. I do all right. But I also assume a lot of the, uh, I have to pay for all my own maintenance on the cars. And I also have to maintain insurance. And I still have to pay Turo fees. So, and, you know, I was listening to this guy over the weekend who's had huge success with car rentals. He's moved off the platform. But he was like, look, you need those risks. You need to, you need that insurance. But Turo is just a little gray on the fees they charge. And I don't like that. And I don't think, uh, I think some things have changed since he left the platform. But uh, yeah, Pushman Mitch. I like him, but I would suggest that he stop filming at his house. He seems like a smart young man. So I hope that's not his real house that he's filming. 
in when he makes his vlog posts about how his million dollar houses, his million dollar house and all the fancy exotics he's renting. Because bad people watch the videos too, bruh. You don't want them at your house. So I'm just going to assume you're smart enough to not be filming at your real house. All right, everybody, be well. Have a great week. Let's, let's, let's crush it. Let's crush it. Be well. Be your best. Thank you so much for listening. You guys are the best. Somebody blew up the podcast in the last couple of weeks. Uh, the numbers are good. Thank you. We're cruising towards the 55,000 listeners. And you guys are coming in from all over the world. Uh, thank you so much. And uh, yeah, we'll go get them tomorrow. All right. Be your best.